Hey yo, what up you DGens and welcome to the week 10 weekly recap show for P-Town Fantasy Football. It's your host, Tuanon. Uh, no Joe this week, just commission Tuanon, but you guys know we're always going to bring the energy and bring you all everything you need to know in just under an hour, because that's where we're at. I had to record this after the show. So either way, guys, awesome week this week. Um, again, points four are really going to be the topic moving into when we talk about the power rankings because they're really starting to separate the boys from the men but one team in particular could potentially go on a run and give the five and five club a run for their money so see you all on the other side let's get it do this week 10 in the books had some pretty pretty good matchups um, this week right yeah there was a lot of a lot of heartbreak around the league um can't wait to get into it yeah First definitely, game. definitely a lot of heartbreak especially uh for me and you but anyway we'll talk about those so go ahead and take it away <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will. first game we're going to start off here is the montana megalodons versus the injured reserve affiliates cameron's four and six Alejandro's three and seven. Let's jump into the players here. Let's see what was going on. Let's see, we'll start off with Marquise's team scoring a strong 127. Very strong. Geno Smith, pretty much, I feel like putting up his floor at 19. McCaffrey was pretty underwhelming at 17.7. Uh, let's see, they beat the Chargers too. I thought that game would be a little more high scoring. The Super Chargers. Superchargers. We got Saquon Barkley, bro. Back to his old self, just absolutely destroying the fantasy, the fantasy world. 35 carries this guy had. 35 carries? The 35 carries. Jesus, like, man. Jeez, talk about a fucking run for his offense. Yeah, 100%. And then CD Lamb on the Cowboys. What do you have? 15 targets, 11 catches, 150 yards, two touchdowns. Dude, that's that's some good shit right there. But then everything else after that is just shit. All stinky. All stinky. <laughs> All stinky. <laughs> He's lucky he had CD and Barkley go off. But, oh yeah. Um, definitely Kittle is. I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed about Kittle for sure. And and Swift the most. I mean, I don't know what happened to this guy this year. I know he got hurt a few times, but I guess Jamal Williams just stepped up and they gave the starting job to him because. Because Williams has been on a tear too. Um, I know mm-hmm. Swift uh, coming back from injuries and shit. And then we have Maher, just four points. And then the Eagles D, dude, what was up with that game? Dude, last night was. I had a weird feeling about the Eagles game. Like as much as I wanted them to to win, just to help me win fantasy, but like I, I went into it last night. I'm like, you know what? The Commanders could be frisky. This is a trap game. <laughs> it can be frisky. Yeah, they were. They definitely were frisky, man. Taylor Hanke just came out chucking, but um, mm-hmm. definitely some questionable calls in that in that game that oh, I'm sure. sure we'll get to later. So that's gonna wrap it up for Quise's team. Um, former with 19 on the bench, and this dude Kadarius Tony, bro. Like, this dude's a scary guy. I mean, he's he's an insane wide receiver. It's just, can you get on the floor? But being in Kansas City, I mean, I think he's. I think Mahomes and Kadarius are going to benefit very nicely with each other. They're going to have a very nice relationship moving forward. Yeah, definitely. And then Cameron's team having a stinky this week. Brady only putting up sixteen, pretty much his his average. Eckler, which is thirteen. I don't know what happened to the Chargers. I don't know if they're regressing or or what's going on with them. I think they're pretty injured. To be fair, with I uh, think they're just mid. I think they're just mid. I think they're just mid. We're starting to figure out like who's who's bueno and like who's kind of shitty and who's just mid. So I think <laughs> I think the Chargers are like on the upper echelon of mid. Like they're almost good, but they're just excuse They'd me. They'd be a lot better if they had Keenan and and Williams. That's really hurting them. And Eckler is just can't be a one man one man in football unless you're the quarterback in Justin Fields. But we'll get to him later. Oh, for sure. Miles Sanders, just 5.4. That's not what you like to see. Juju Smith, bro, this guy. Dropped him earlier in the year. Didn't know what I – thought I knew what I was doing, but I guess not. And then 
He picked up the Q tag. I think he uh, got a concussion. He'll be back soon, but that's a really shitty way to go out for Cameron. Jalen Waddle had a quiet game, 10.6. I think we ran the ball off that game. Yeah, dude. Uh, Jeff Wilson. <laughs> Excuse me. Jeff Wilson <laughs> was like, I, I had to cough there. But yeah, no, ru- the running game was, it, honestly, the entire game was just amazing. Run run, run game was great. Passing was great. Tua just fed everybody. But we'll get into Tua in a bit. Tua's doing what Tua does. Mm-hmm. Zach Ertz with the out tag. That's not what you like to see. Dude, a lot of injuries and a lot of injuries this week for sure. Um, You're just getting to that point in the season where people are starting to be a little glass, you know? (laughs) A little glass. Yeah, no, definitely. um, This is where stamina. This is where stamina comes into play to just be able to keep coasting through the season. This is where the real horses come out to play. Talk about a horse, dude. Is Christian Kirk considered a horse this season? I mean, he's. A little Let's, spotty. He had a little midseason slump, but his last two games, 21-31. Um, I mean, we like to see the fact that he did that against Kansas City too, who's everyone saying the best team in the NFL. That's impressive. Definitely impressive. Yeah, Kansas City, they're the best because their offense can just outscore anybody, but their defense isn't really that great. That's why they get into right. a lot of shootouts. But yeah, dude, good to see some life out of um, Jacksonville because I was talking about this the other day. Like, I feel like third-year quarterbacks are just that's when that's when like they really show their colors in their in their third year. So I mean, yeah, some guys come out as a rookie as just prodigies, but to, for a quarterback to develop is that third year. So Trevor could be looking pretty scary next year. Well, I, really I think so because he'll have another year in um, what's his face? His system, Doug Doug Marone. I don't right? know. The, I don't know. The yeah, I think one. I think that's the head coach of the Jags. He'll have another year in his, in uh in his system, and I think he'll be. I think he'll be ready to go because if you're looking at the Jags, they're not like a bad football team. Like they got some dogs, and they'll have a year with um ETN under their system too. As a second oh yeah. Back. So they have a very bright future. Mm-hmm. And then Cameron's uh kicker and defense seven and seven. Not too much there. Dak Prescott with nineteen. Brian Robinson, man, this guy looked really good last night in that dual committee with uh, Antonio Gibson. But, geez, he still managed to log 26 carries last week. Jeez, dude, he might be the top guy over there. Especially coming back after after getting robbed in freaking D.C. I can't imagine that shit. Yeah. That's going to wrap up the Montana Megalodons versus the Injured Reserve Affiliates. Yeah, final score of that one, 127-60 for uh, Injured Reserve Affiliates, and then the Dongs only had 98 points. Yep, so definitely both teams looking to bounce back for sure. And then this game was a very interesting game, the Battle of the Brothers. We got the Buttonwood Kayakers just paddling their way into the playoffs, deep into the playoffs, might I add. Second week in a row. Tua non expect us expecting him. We have been expecting him. I even Still got on a shirt that. now. <laughs> <laughs> Fully committed to the expect us wave. Fully committed. And Tua non at five and five, managing to stay in the playoffs with the most points for out of the what is it four teams five and five right now? I think there's like three or four teams that are five and five. Yeah. So that's um definitely an insane position. Next week is going to be a big one. We're going to go ahead and jump right in. <clears throat> Jalen Hurts with just 21.8. I mean, no, I say just 21.8 because he's, you know, he usually gets more. I, at one point, I really did think he was going to hit that 31 banger last night. They were. I thought so, too. It was a good game in the first half, and then second half came around, and I just, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't know. I was texting Riley, and I literally told him, I'm like, dude, Jalen Hurts is good, man. He's already got two tutties in, 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 in the first half. Like, that 31's not too far off. And then, uh, you know, we all know what happened there, but it's all good. Dude, it's weird. I remember watching that game, and I was like, I was like, ah, I feel like some bad calls are going to happen. Like, I don't know why. I don't like. I don't know why, but just, I guess, the environment or whatever. And yeah, I mean, the, the, the way the fans are at the link and everything, it just, I think the league wanted the Eagles to lose. That's just how I feel about it. But I bet those Philly fans are probably talking so much shit to the refs. Before oh my god, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Especially them leaving, bro. I bet they weren't even safe. They probably had to be like escorted out of the oh, arena, dude. You, you kidding Philly. me? Philly, like they will hurt some people. They they fucking threw shit at Santa. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can never bet anything past Philly fans. 
What a place. Yeah. All right. We're going to start with the kayaker sitting at eight and two at the first seat. Wow. He is leading the charge down the Buttonwood Canal into um, Coot Bay as his squad paddles down to Trevor Lawrence, 21. That was um that was an interesting start from Riley, I thought. Um well yeah, he was on by. He had his I think he had to. Yeah, yeah Joe, Joe was... Burrow was on by, he had to. I forgot about that. Yeah. And then Aaron Jones with the Q tag putting up a strong 23. There's a shin limited, he'll be fine. Algier on Thursday night. I don't know what happened to him. That whole offense kind of just fell apart. And then this is the one everyone's gonna be talking about. Cooper Cup on injured reserve going through surgery tomorrow um that's a devastating blow to the buttonwood kayakers um he's gonna have to have a lot of faith in uh, gabe davis now and travis Kelsey. i think cup is expected to be out like four weeks yeah at least but um terry's showing some signs of life so you can always plug him in there he's getting boyd back i'm sure he will be back soon so yeah he'll be fine but um Gabe Davis, strong 21 in the game of the year. Um, I actually didn't watch that game. I was at Southport. But from what I heard, dude, that game was insane. I watched saw, saw the, the uh, much the end of the fourth quarter. It was it was something. That Jefferson snag, we'll get into him later. But... Oh, yeah, definitely. That, 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 that snag was just nuts. George Pickens, the Rook, 14 and a half, not too shabby. The Gold putting up the double digits at the kicker and then bucks uh looks like bucks d is kind of slowing down a little bit um falling down to seventh in the defensive rankings started out the season on a freaking tear and then Mm -hmm. had yet to score more than eight since week two so some questionable there i may have to um change out that defense and now two and on we're expecting him. Jalen Hurts, Nick Chubb at 15. Najee Harris picking up the Q tag. What's going on there? Yeah, I really don't know. But as Need long as he discomfort. just gets me some points, like. Yeah, I wouldn't expect him. No, we're expecting <laughs> I don't know what happened on. to him, dude. Like, I don't know what happened to him. I was, thank God I made that trade. Sorry, Brad, but. It's all good. Only- Gonna let Tua's talent just sit on the bench like that. That's what I'm saying. I I needed a running back, and Tua literally was just gonna sit on my bench because there's. I mean, as much as I love him, I'm not gonna start him over Jalen Hurts. You know. And I would like, I would have traded you for Jalen Hurts too. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody yeah, wants this, Jalen Hurts. This was a weird one, dude. The Dolphins scored 39 points, and Tyree Kill only had 15, and Waddle only had 10 too. So that's. That's kind of encouraging too to see our our entire team get into the game and not just relying on on Hill and John uh, um, the blank on the other guy Waddle. Yeah, yeah. Waddle. I think Tua targeted eight different receivers on the day. It was just really? an overall like masterclass from the Dolphins' offense. I mean, and the defense played great too. Like the Finns just looked awesome. You know, Cleveland's kind of Cleveland, but putting up a, <laughs> like. Putting up a win like that and the fact that your two of your best receivers fantasy wise didn't meet their projections, but you still pretty much put up a 40 burger, like that's that's huge, especially going on the bottom. Really good. A lot, of, a lot of good confidence, going to get some shit together. Oh yeah, for sure. Even the fins. We got Chris Olave. Really this disappointing guy, here. Up a stinky. That Saints offense is just like I feel like that offense is just a coin flip. I mean Sometimes they're insane, like they look absolutely nasty, and then other times it's just like, is this like a high school football team? Like, what are they doing? Yeah, I I was really disappointed with this one here, just because I expected more, and they lost to the Steelers. Like, yeah, I don't know what happened there. The Steelers are pretty sorry. Yeah, they are. Yeah, but you know they're they they had a. I think this is just the recovery like the recovery from you know the last couple of years because they, they mm-hmm. were a solid franchise for a while like oh yeah that. no they're, they're gonna be fine it's just a down year you get kenny pickett next year getting a whole year in the system plus training camp as a starting qb guys might think be solid two years from now he'll be fine yeah because like Here's you just it. said it's it's a three-year period for the third year for some reason i feel like unless you're patrick mahomes and you just or lamar jackson you just come out swinging you just light it up <laughs> yeah. right off the bat yeah 
Alrighty. Um, I think I just finished. Yes, right, right. I'm on your team. So, George you're... Gerald Everett. Yeah. Questionable. What is going on with him? Yeah, I don't really know. Run. I don't really know, but he's he's but better than this Dawson week, Knox. Dude. But at least your horse came back, Jonathan Taylor. It's about fucking time, you know. Like I, <laughs> I held on to him for this long and like turned down so many trades, and he finally popped off for what I needed him to do. <laughs> yeah, dude, he might, and he's got it. He's got a buy in a couple weeks too. So if he can keep chugging into that bye week, I mean. You might have yourself a uh, solid playoff pushback in Jonathan Taylor, and you put him at the flex too, bro. That's so funny. <laughs> That's just like he must have known, bro. He just felt shameful. So I'm sure he'll get his uh, his way back up in that running back slot. For sure, for sure. Young Hauku, bro. It might be time for a new kicker, bud. I'm, I don't. Put too, I don't put too much stock into kickers. We'll we'll see what the the top five kickers look like when we get to the the top five rankings at the end of the show. But you know. I mean, he put up 14 a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so. I still have faith in my young hoe. We're I think good. it's just that Falcons, man. It's like, can they get down the field? Although the Titans, mm-hmm. that was a solid play with 12 points. Listen, I've, I've been Denver. picking defenses up off the waiver wire, and they've been doing well for me. I've been doing plug and chug for the past couple weeks. Okay, so. yep. You got to find those matchups. Mm-hmm. Bro, Devontae Smith only had 13. I feel like they were spamming him when A.J. Brown was out. Oh, like my God. Like, he had like four or five catches four. in a row. Yeah, I know. I was like, every time I looked at the screen, it was like, Fucking Devontae Smith, Devontae Smith. And he only had six. It's weird. But I'm sure he'll bounce back next week because Eagles are definitely pissed right now. Oh, for sure. For sure. Alrighty, that wraps up the Buttonwood Kayakers versus Two Anon Battle of the Bros. Our friends took the dub, but um, Brad, I think you're gonna bounce back next week. You know what? I think I've got a pretty good shot next week. I'm 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 feeling I'm feeling good about my chances. We'll get into that in a little bit. So I've got the next couple games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. So I'll start with yours. So we have Fuddruckers v five against No Flock, and this is the five seven matchup. Uh, Fuddruckers v five took this matchup one twenty twenty four to No Flock and one sixteen seventy. Uh, Blaze currently sitting at five and five, and Tyler's sitting at five and five after this week. So welcome to the five and five club, boys. It's going to be extremely interesting. I like this club. Yeah, I'm 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 actually really nervous just because like the if I, I looked at the points for uh earlier today and we're all separated by maybe like 300 points total. I think. Like we're all extremely close to each other. So, I'll start with uh Fuddruckers. Um Chloe, come on. Come on. Be, leave me be. Come on, dude. Those are all actually like 14 points within the top 3. Yeah. It it's tight. It's honestly like an 8 it's an eight-team race right now. If if you're looking at it, there's two that are definitely not. But we'll get into the the standings <laughs> in a little bit. Um, so Pat, <laughs> sorry, Keith. Patty Mahomes, you got 31 points, just an absolute clinic, like he does every single week. This is not shocking, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on him. But uh, yeah, 31.14 for his projected 22.86. Then a little stinky here, Cordell Patterson with three points, uh, not really meeting his projected 11.21 by any means. So, like, what happened here with him? Like, was it just a shit game? Or, let's see. Yeah, I think it was just a shit game. Yeah. Uh, what's his? Uh, Algier only had, like, three points, too, so. He had Carolina five, just kind uh, of what was it? five attempts, 18 yards. Only that's five all. attempts. Five attempts for 18 yards. That's that sucks. Um, but that, that didn't really matter because Dalvin Cook just absolutely cooked. He got 23.6 points, um, beating his projection of 15.65. So this man, what did he do? He went in and had 14 attempts for 119 rush yards and one tutty, averaging about 8.5 yards per carry. That the dude's a workhorse. So Good to see a former Florida State boy get get all those points there. You gotta love it. Amari <laughs> um, Cooper only six point two, really underwhelming performance there. He was projected to get fifteen, but the Dolphins' defense was just on straight lockdown the entire day, so not really, not really that shocking. Brownies just brownied, and they look like shit, like they always do. So no worries. But they're going to be getting Deshaun Watson back, I think, in two weeks. I think it's week think, thirteen. Yeah, yeah, it is week thirteen. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. Oh, you, you have you have him on your roster? 
Yeah, I put them on my IR because I was like, what the hell? I was just sitting there blink anyways. Yeah, I feel you. I don't want that creeper on my roster. Uh, so now we've got <laughs> <laughs> we got Debo Samuel with 7.1. Another underwhelming performance for Debo Samuel. Just not really living up to the hype that he was supposed to. He had a couple really good games early on. Like week four, he had 23. Week six, he had 16. But a week 10... Just 7.1. He had six targets, two receptions, and only 24 receiving yards. So a, no bueno net for Debo Samuel. But then you got Cole Komet from the uh, the Bears. 23. Right 23 point. Dude, an absolute just fucking man rocket. I swear, dude. Um, Fields only throws to Komet. He's like the only one he throws to. He'll give one yeah. to Mooney like maybe once every couple plays or like. You know, maybe uh, Claypool, but like, bro, he just fucking always hits Komet, or he runs, bro, and I, and fucking fucks Montgomery too. Uh, dude, it's 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 so annoying. But anyway, Komet had seven targets, four receptions, seventy-four yards, and two tutties. So that that's where he got the majority of his his uh points from mm-hmm. those those two tutties. Like, good for him, man. Then Tony Pollard with twenty-one point eight over fifteen point six three. Harrison Butker only had three points and then Falcons defense basically laying almost laying an egg only one point <laughs> getting just the train ran through them by the Carolina Panthers 25 to 15 so um but on the bench dude he Honor had everybody on by this week and he still won um James Connor 23 and then Cordell Sutton Cortland Sutton sorry Cortland Sutton with 12.6 so that's for Fuddruckers. Now let's get to no flocking. Welcome to two and on, my friend. Twenty three point uh, four points. I would say he's close to horse material in fantasy at this point. I mean, Dude, he's climbing up those rankings. Tua Tua is elite, man. Tua is an elite quarterback. It's about time. He just had to get his groove. You know, get comfortable. Yeah, he he needed the right system, and I mean. Flores wasn't really giving him the opportunity to just like throw the ball around and do whatever he wanted to. And now that McDaniel opened up the offense, he's a great fantasy quarterback and he's arguably an MVP front runner, you know? So he's definitely make up there. Yeah, dude, 23 points. Uh, just an awesome overall day for Tua. Then Lenny playoff Lenny, a little underwhelming there. 10.8. He's got that Q tag under the yeah. picture though. So like what happened with him? Um, the hip pointer from, from what they said. Oh, I see it here. Fournette hip is expected it's, to be available in week 12 versus Cleveland. Oh, the problem there is um that rookie is, is starting to get his. I think he had like 22 carries last week. Oh, yeah. Rashad White. Rashad White. You know, I, I heard about that, but you can never really. When, when Leonard Fournette is fully healthy. I know he's a beast. He'll but eat. Like, he'll eat. I don't know why they were splitting carries with him so much. That was concerning. That was very concerning. I mean, Leonard Fournette's not exactly the young buck he used to be, though. I think he's starting to get up there in NFL age anyway. I think he's like in his late 20s. Um, (laughs) That's crazy. I know, right? Isn't that nuts? But Kenny Walker, dude. uh, Kenny Walker with 13 points. Then Stefan Diggs just... What he does. (laughs) Just doing, doing what he does week in and week out. 24 points over his projected 19 uh lazard really kind of let you down here he's projected 12 but he only got seven yeah. uh go dirt got hurt so yeah. that sucks He's he's got the d under his picture mm-hmm. they said a um an, an ex- i forgot what they said extended time that's what it was an extended period of time after suffering a shoulder injury in monday's loss dang man yeah. go go dirt is one of uh Dude, he was solid, bro. Yeah, I know. And then yeah. whatever happened last week, dude, I have no idea. Or yesterday. Yeah. It, I don't know. That was a weird game, but it is what it is. So hopefully he comes back healthy and, and soon, sooner rather than later. But uh, Devin Singletary beating his expectations 15.7 over 10. Um, Ryan Suckup sucked three points. And then. Uh, Giants defense with nine points. So putting in the work there, but nobody really too notable on your bench. I mean, you're definitely not going to start a rod over Tua, so he's no. he, he's sitting there. Biggest um, one's Rashad White, really. 
And Rashad He's Wade got... had had ten. So you've got both Bucks running backs on your team. Yeah, I mean, I I I feel like I paid a decent price for Fournette because DK hasn't been doing anything special either, but mm-hmm. I had to get that handcuff just in case because if I didn't have White right now, that would be tragic. That would be absolutely yeah. tragic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so that game winds up. Fuddruckers 120.24 to no flockins 116.7. So five and five, five and five, two and ons, five and five. We got five and five all over the place here. Uh, moving I'm on to the say. next matchup, we have Senior L. Hefferson playing Broward County Beefcakes. And L. Heffy's been putting up numbies the last two weeks, straight numbies, beating the shit out of people. <laughs> it was uh, it was a little bit of a closer matchup this week, which some people may not have expected it, but it happened. So uh, Senior L. Hefferson took this matchup 130.68 to Broward County Beefcakes 124.4. So at this point, you know, I'll start with senior Al Hefferson. You have to play Justin Fields every single day or every every single week because he just <clears throat> he's the Bears' whole offense. He just runs, he throws, he scores touchdowns. I think last week he had a forty point game too. He had thirty nine this week. <laughs> like, like, where does this come from? <laughs> exactly. Like he's the number four quarterback in fantasy right now, and con- considering how much he sucked last year. And now this year he's just absolutely popping off. I mean, good for you. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Like, good for you. So 39.38 for Justin Fields over his projected 18, just blowing it out of the water. You know what's a crazy stat about last week? He ran the ball more than he threw the ball. Than he threw the ball. Oh, wait, never mind. I, ran, I, read the I was gonna say if, if that's true, then essentially you're just looking at Wildcat adjacent, but with a starting quarterback. He did run for more than he completed, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, that just blows my mind, man. I mean, good for him. Like, you want Justin Fields to uh, Josh Allen. You want those guys to be good. Josh Allen is always good. But to have Jalen Hurts, Tua, and Justin Fields all new generation. Rise, yeah, it's it, it, it's good to see. It's it, It's good to see. Uh, so the running back, Alvin Kamara, with only 7.5 points, uh, a little underwhelming for his projected 19.2. Uh, Damian Pierce, 12.20, under his projected of 17.8. Then A.J. Brown really just locked down last night by that uh, commander's defense. I I, I was shocked. I, I was really just shocked by the whole thing. But A.J. Brown only had 1.7 points, and he was projected to get 17. So whatever the commander's defense was doing to, I, I know he was hurt a little bit too. He had that like weird, he landed. And then I think it was like a, yeah, maybe, he was off for a couple of weeks for like a couple of quarters, but the commander's just defense yeah. played a very, very good game. They I did. Mean, they showed they, up. They did exactly what they had to do. And the way to beat the Eagles is to keep Jalen hurts and that offense off the field. And they did that. So yeah, they did a, very good controlling the game offensively a hundred percent and keeping AJ Brown in check too with Jalen. I mean, 1.7 points. That's crazy, but it didn't really matter because the namesake, uh, Justin Jefferson <laughs> with, ar- with arguably the catch of the year, man, 35 points. Uh, that catch was just absolutely bonkers. I, I do think that the, the, uh, bills defense kind of helped him catch that ball, but it didn't matter because the end result was just absolutely nuts. So you, you put that up there with like the helmet catch, the OBJ catch, um, all these great catches in, in history. And that's definitely one of them. So, I mean, nuts, 35 points. Yeah, he's F, he, he's probably wide receiver one right now. It's always three, but in terms of skill level, what um, the shit he's done recently. Skill level is, is just, it's just the Justin Jefferson and then Tyreek Hill. And then it's the field after that. So, yeah. Um, but Kyle Pitts still nowhere to be found considering how highly touted he's been. Uh, <laughs> Can't believe you play him again. I know. I know. Bro, just four, drop this dude at this point. <laughs> four, 4.8, 4.8 <laughs> points. Um, but, you know, D Hop continues to put in the work 19.8 over his projected 13.9. Uh, Will Lutz with five points and then the Cowboys D with five points as well. So that is senior L Hefferson, the number two team in the land right now, might I add. So now we'll move on to the beefcakes. Uh, Josh Allen 
some are saying Josh Allen, not MVP material, considering he throws uh, red zone interceptions. So, <laughs> yeah, that was really bad. Uh, they just and then that and then the fumble. I don't know if the fumble was his fault or not, but I don't think the fumble was his fault. But he did throw two picks in the in the uh, in the red zone. Yeah, that's so. He just had an off game. It looks like he's. I mean, I feel like the Bills have been in kind of a slump recently. Well, but, considering they've lost to the Vikings, the Dolphins, and the Jets. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely think so. But the Take dude, at, as of right now, every team in the AFC East is going to make the playoffs, which is absolutely unbelievable. Like it's the AFC East, and then the field, essentially. <laughs> so, like, I mean, dude, that's, that's crazy. How like because five years ago that was like the worst division in like the league, almost like minus the Patriots. But yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the Patriots just walked all over us. Yeah, yeah, they did. So, I mean, Josh Allen doing Josh Allen things, but uh, Jeff Wilson really coming back to life, joining that Dolphins offense, uh, 22.3 over projected 7.3. This man, this man, uh, what what were his final stats from Sunday? He just absolutely went off. He had 17 attempts, 119 rush yards, one rushing tutty, and then he had, did he have a receiving touchdown? He did not, but he did have, 24 receiving yards on top of it. So honestly, I'm looking at it. If you're looking at the trade deadline for the Dolphins, Bradley Chubb compared to Jeff Wilson, immediate impact right now. It's fire. Jeff, Jeff Wilson, a hundred percent, but Bradley Chubb will be fine. I'm not worried about Chubb. Uh, so awesome game from him. Then you had Travis Etienne with 10.3 Devonte Adams with 27.6. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown with 22. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Dolcich. Dolch. Greg Dolch. Dolcich. Uh, apparently he's good. He, he was projected 9.5. He only had 2.1. Uh, Brandon Ayuk basically exactly meeting his projections with uh, 12.4. And Carlson with just two. That's interesting. Yeah, he's usually pretty automatic. Uh, two points for the kicker. And I don't then... know what's going on with the Raiders, dude. They just. They're just they just fold really. Considering that, well, they they just lost to Jeff Saturday, who's never coached an NFL game. This man has never even coached a fucking college game. Highest level of coaching experience was high school, and this man just won an NFL game in his debut. Dude, absolutely. Oh my god! They're like the they're like the new like fucking like the old Dolphins like when we used to always choke every game and just never do anything. Yeah, it's kind of like what they're doing right now because they have some talent. But yeah, that that team is very good on paper, very good team on paper. So I don't know what's going on with them. I don't think I, I really don't think they'll turn it around either. I think that maybe he gets their head coach gets one more year, and if he doesn't do anything, then he's fired, which is crazy considering they fire his, him after uh, this season. They're zero yeah. six and like. One one possession games or something, which is yeah. insane. Absolutely nuts. Um, the bench kind of popped off. There were three guys. There were two guys with fourteen points. You had Drake London with fourteen, and then uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, DPJ with fourteen point nine. Um, so yeah, that wraps oh, up Donovan Peoples Jones. That wraps up Senior Earl Heffy against Broward County Beefcakes, one thirty sixty eight to the Beefcakes, one twenty four point four zero. All right, and then the final matchup of the week we have MDV against Rugs Driving School. This game in the start was projected to literally be 112 16 to 112 06 which is wild <laughs> that because that's a 610 matchup you know and i know how hard um little dill's been trying to rearrange his roster and everything so um you got mike over here at 2 and 8 and then little dill sitting at 5 and 5 all a part of the 5 and 5 club currently led by 2 and on sitting in fourth place expect us um so we'll start with uh we'll start with mike and Overall, a really solid week. Really solid week. I'm not going to tell you to check your lineup, but check your lineup this week because, like, I do want to <laughs> have a competition. Because right now, I think I'm supposed to beat you 112 to like 50. So check your lineup, Mike. <laughs> um, so you got Jimmy G with 15.9 points, Derek Henry with 8.7, uh, Antonio Gibson. Just everybody on the Commanders had had their had their money last night. 14.8. 
Mike Evans with a solid 10.4, under projected though, 14.3. Tyler Lockett with, uh, what do you got? 13.2. And then Dalton Schultz beating his projection, 17.4, and he was projected 18.99. So, and then he finally started Michael Pittman. Gotta love it. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love it. It's about damn time. I don't know if he started him last week. I really don't know. But uh, either way, under projected here, finished out with 12.3 points uh, compared to 15.9. Then you had Jason Myers, the kicker, the number one kicker in the land, might I add. Uh, Six points under projected his 7.7 and the Seahawks defense with four points to round it out. And on the bench, no one really to talk about here. Everybody kind of was he he started who he needed to start. So. Definitely all, all good there. Lots of buys. So awesome job setting your lineup this week. But ultimately, it wasn't uh, wasn't enough because then you got Lil Dill coming in hot with the one sixteen point nine four. So Marcus Mariota meeting his projections exactly. I don't know how he got seventeen points. <laughs> I honestly have no idea how. I I can tell you exactly how he. Uh, what did he? What did he do here? He got. Uh, 19 completions, 30 attempts, 186 pass yards, two passing tutties, and one interception got sacked five times. So if he didn't throw the interception, he would have had more. Um, so yeah, good job, Marcus Mariota. Then you had Jamal Willie with 11.9 under projected for his 12.4. Josh Jacobs finally decided to show up for the Raiders 12.6 Raiders. the Raiders of Las Vegas 12.6 beating his projected of 16.59 uh Chris Godwin with 19.1 beating his projection of 14.3 uh DK meeting his exact projections 3.1 pretty much to 13 point th- or sorry 13.1 my bad give his man his due 13.1 compared to 13 point <laughs> Three, uh, TJ Hawkinson of the Vikings now 11.5 compared to his 12.6. That's a solid day, solid day. But even with Jerry Judy going out, getting hurt this game, uh, still yeah, put up that rough. dub, still put up that dub. Um, he's definitely going to be the number one kicker this week. We got Tyler Bass with 13 points for the Bills. He had like, I think, two two field goals that were over 50 yards nuts fucking nuts a horse <laughs> an absolute yeah. horse an absolute horse and then bill's defense with 8 points so on the bench let's see what we got going on here uh kirk cousins interesting start mariota over kirk cousins but they relatively did about the same i just would have started kirk cousins because of the way that he kind of put the chains on and everything last week. I think you're riding that momentum of the fucking swag train in He's here and everything. He wanted all the smoke. Uh, he wanted all the smoke. I would have started him, but either way you started the right guy with Mariota. Um, and then Jalen Warren with uh 10 points, beating the shit out of his projection of 4.9. So, but other than that, you started everybody you had to start my dude. So overall, that's the wrap up for all the scores for, uh, for week 10. Awesome week. Awesome, awesome week. It was a heartbreaking week. Well, yeah, we, you, you and I both lost, but like in the grand scheme of things, like we're in the five and five club, the most exclusive club in P Town fantasy football. So it is very exclusive. It's extremely exclusive and extremely competitive. So we're in for a really awesome ride moving forward. Um, but we're running down on this Zoom time on this particular call. So we're going to hang this one up here, come back on a new one, and then we'll jump into the power rankings. Um, I'm going to do the bottom five and Lur is going to do the top five and then we'll call it a show after that. So we'll catch you guys on the back end. Lur has the playoff bracket four through one. So I'll start off with the number 10 team. We got MDV sitting at a nice cool two and eight. Uh, He has uh, 1,044 points on the season. So, we're looking at the team here uh, coming into week 11. Let's go back to week 10. Where we go. All right. So Jimmy Garoppolo put up 15 points for you last week, but uh, I don't know what Kyler Murray's status is. So I definitely want to be looking into that overall, man, with you being two and eight, you have an opportunity to play spoiler, not against me this week. Don't start this week against me, please. But um, 
yeah, be, being two and two and eight, you have an opportunity to play a spoiler here. So you're pretty much in the running for last place in the league as of right now, but you can easily move yourself out of that move into 10 and get Marquise to drop into that 10 spot and do whatever the, uh, you know, the last place thing is going to do. So play spoiler, bro. It's fun. The dolphins have been doing that for a while. The Marlins and baseball have been playing spoiler. When you play spoiler, it's a good time. So sitting at two and eight, that's MDV number nine. We've got Marquise. So going into the week 10, uh, Gino with 19, but CD lamb with 38 points. So I, I don't see a world where you don't play him unless he's on a buy, which, uh, he already had that. So he's coming up against Minnesota this week, which is the number 30 team against wide receivers. So maybe expect another big week out of him, but overall, man, uh, I think your team is in pretty good position to possibly move into the eight slot. You've got 1190 in terms of total points so far this season. So if you get this win and then the number eight team cam loses this week, we could have a little three-way jog here between 10, nine and eight. So that brings me to the number eight team in the league, the Montana Megalodongs for cam uh, last week. What we got here. So Tim Brady, Got you 16. He's currently divorced and playing an absolute gem of a season since the divorce. And he he's married to the game. So Austin Eckler, he had a down week this week, but I wouldn't really look too heavily into that. And same with, with um, Miles Sanders. I think you're going to be fine. But overall, looking at it, like I said, it's going to be a three-way jog between 8, 9, and 10 into who you know can really play spoiler and who gets that last place trophy that we're going to wind up getting. We're going to talk about it <laughs> in the chat. It's a toilet bowl. And then also I'm going to get you guys a t-shirt that you have to wear whenever you're doing your punishment. So anyway, number eight, that was Montana Megalodongs currently at four and six. So now we're moving into the extremely exclusive uh, five and five club of the league, (laughs) right? And currently after dropping two spots, the number seven team in the league, we've got no flocking at five and five with 1119 points for and the reason why i'm saying points four is because for the five and five teams they're all super close so i wanted to kind of start that trend that way we can kind of see where it's at but uh 11 19 for no flock and five and five dropping two spots to number seven um let's go back to week 10 give you a quick little quick little outlook here it, it's two a time baby two and on it is two a time expect us i'm expecting you to wear your expect us shirt on sunday that way you can rep two and on properly uh He's he's just overall steady Eddie, dude. He's going to get you points. He's throwing dots. Completion percentage is off the chart. Number one QBR. That's what I love to see. Number one QBR in the league. And I told you I wouldn't do you wrong. So there you delivered, Brad. I fucking did. I knew it. And like I said, he was no good sitting on my bench because I got Jalen Hurts. So you're welcome. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Kwanzaa and all that good stuff. Um, Stefan Diggs has just continued to be a workhorse. Number two receiver in the league. So moving into this week, um, you're looking pretty good. You're. Let me just see who you're playing this week. You're playing Marquise. Not looking good this week. You should. You should check your lineup. You've got. <laughs> I have to wait for waivers to process. I oh, have true. to use a waiver. I have, I have to use a claim this week. Really it sucks, but I feel like I have to. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know if you have another tight end on your roster, but go dirt going down. That's um, another. That's, that's, that's another thing <laughs> I have to hear. Dude, you are just absolutely screwed with buys. And in shambles this week. Damn. So listen, you might want to watch out. You could go on a slide. I, I've been sliding. Yeah. Yeah. Even more. <laughs> even more. So it was after that 150 point L. It's just that was just crushing. Just, just absolutely demoralizing. Absolutely. Started demoralizing. the snowball and it's getting bigger. <laughs> yep. So uh, be on the lookout for no flock and potentially being the number ten team in the league at the end of the year. Who no, knows? no, I ain't going down. To Who 10. knows? Maybe <laughs> no fucking uh, Mike goes on a run here, man, and kind of puts you out of it. So, Jono say. But uh, moving up, we've got Rugs Driving School number six again in the five and five club with a twelve sixteen in terms of points four. So moving back to week ten. Uh, da, 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 da. Josh Jacobs, the Raiders are finally starting to use him properly. So hopefully they can kind of keep up the Raiders. Friend, the Raiders. Um, but yeah, check your roster. You've got two guys on by going into week 11, uh, DK and, and Godwin. So definitely give that a look, but you are playing. I know I didn't do this with everybody. So I apologize to the other teams. I didn't do this for, but you're, you're playing Buttonwood. So you've got yourself a hefty matchup there, my dude. 
So, but you're but you're moving up. Number six, five and five, 12, 16 points for. So it's gonna be interesting. You can really make a move and try to dethrone whoever's in the number four spot at the end of the year. Um, moving into the next team, the number five team in the land, moving up one slot from six this week, again in the five and five club. You've got him at 1227 points four for the year so far. Uh, week 10, top dude, uh, Patty Mahomes and Dalvin Cook, and then Cole Komet, and then Tony Pollard. Don't change a thing. Unless they're on bias this week. Let me see, actually, for week 11. What you got going on? I might play, dude, I mean, if Connor's playing solid, you may have to play him over Patterson. He actually is. He's, he's, offense is bad. he's got him slotted in right now, James Connor. Um, and then Dalvin Cook still in there. Amari Cooper, Debo, Mark Andrews. Yeah, it's a solid lineup. Solid, solid lineup. Playing senior LF. That game can be a big shootout. That's going to be a good game to to review next week for sure. So good luck to you, mate. All right. So that rounds out 10 through 5. A little bit of movement, but the exclusive 5 and 5 club is hot in the streets right now. So, Lur, what's the the playoff bracket looking like? At number four, we have two anon. Expect us. We're expecting him. We are expecting him sitting at five and five, leading the club. He's got one thousand two hundred and thirty points scored, just three more points than the Fuddruckers. So you are in the playoffs by the skin of your teeth. A Puerto Rican pubic hair away from being out of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who do we have? Let's see. You got honestly, dude, Taylor might be your um your workhorse from from this from this time out you got his grooves going the the colts have some you know they got some hope so that'll be an interesting one i like Devonte. i kind of have to uh, play him though because uh tyreek's on a bye this week oh yeah yeah no you're you're looking you're looking pretty solid right now i can't lie and then you stayed the same so you didn't go anywhere and then we got the broward county beefcakes who is above the exclusive club at six and four um he's got a whole uh was that 90 points on um on our four four man little pack so he's got 200 mm-hmm. more points than i do yeah um let's see who does he have uh oh he has to play kareem hunt this week that's going to be very interesting due to the buys he's got a lot of receivers that's notable that he did drop one spot though he was two now he's trace oh he's rj's on a little sloping a little bit i think did he he lost last week, didn't he? No. He won. He won and he went down a spot. What the heck? Wait, no, no, you're right. He lost. And I, I literally just reviewed that game. Yep. Senior I'll have beat him. That's what that happened. Yeah, so yeah. that's yep. that's um like four losses in the last five games. That's that's, that's tough. A tough scene, dude. You were once the number one team in the land. <laughs> in the land. <laughs> Yeah, he was, but um, he he could he could bounce back. Yeah, no worries. And sitting at number two, we have Senor Hef. Um, not re- I mean, not really too much to say about his team. He's I mean, Will Fields is probably the the biggest thing to talk about because you know all his other guys like Hefferson's gonna eat, Hawkins gonna eat. Um, Browns is a little. He he'll, he'll probably come back. I'm sure the Eagles are gonna come back strong. And then uh, Kamara is a big question mark. So um. Well, he's not a question. Well, he's playing the Rams, so who knows? Mm-hmm. And he did. I think he went up a spot, didn't he? So he's climbing. He's climbing his way up there. And then we have the Buttonwood Kayakers, led by Joe Burrow, and he's got getting Travis Kelsey. So definitely like a little um, battle going on up in the playoffs too, and between one, two, and three. Um, yeah, games away. And if you're looking at points four, I mean. Buttonwood is only twelve ninety four, but Beefcakes have thirteen twenty two, and Senior Earl Hef has thirteen oh seven. Yeah, so Riley could drop quick if, uh, if he oh, misses he, a game. He needs to keep on winning because if we're looking at same record for him against these other guys, you know. And I also want to know too because Marquise probably has a um a free win this week because my team's in shambles between buys and injuries. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm going to be lucky if I score a hundred points at this point. So yeah. he could, if, and if Marquise can win two or three games in a row, I mean, he very well could jump into those playoffs. 
be very um he could i mean if you're looking at it like i said before it's pretty much like a it's an eight team run right now because like we're all separated by a game i think you know pretty much like a game game and a half behind me at the fourth the fourth spot there but yeah marquise could very easily come back in because if he goes on a win streak and the five and five club keeps on dropping then don't call it a comeback he's been here for for weeks you know he's he's, he's just waiting to pounce so yeah cameron had a chance too but he's uh he's down a couple guys and he's playing rj so i don't know I don't that's know a tough scene kid that's a tough scene but um yeah you want to you want to wrap it up yeah man i think this is a good spot to a good spot to end it so that is the week 10 weekly recap y'all and the power rankings moving into this week week 11 so you guys know the drill it's tuesday now if there's any trades or any big spicy moves or any big spicy topics in the chat <laughs> tune on your boy will hop on the sticks and give you guys an emergency pod um sorry for for no sunday pod uh yellowstone started so i just wanted to really focus all my time on you know yellowstone and all i just so amazing show amazing show highly recommend but um this week i should definitely be on we we should definitely be on for for a sunday night show for sure but uh you guys know the drill i'll talk to you all soon and this is tune on and commish signing off on the show y'all talk to you soon peace